Go Loud. Podcasts, radio and music to your ears. Hello there, I'm Brian Kennedy. And I'm Catherine Lynch and this is our podcast Around the World in 80 Gays. Now each week we chat to well-known and much-loved members of the LGBTQI plus community and ask them about their gay icons, anthems, inspirations and of course more. And while we lock ourselves in the studio with Kanye West and Twink (laughs) making season two for you, we're re-releasing some of our favourites from season one, including this chat with the delightful Carl Broderick and Alan Hughes. Alan and Carl are the true panto kings of Ireland, but of course that's not all this talented pair do. Alan wakes up the nation every morning on Ireland AM and Carl is a prolific writer and performer. As a couple, they've been together since 1993. Whoa! And married just over 10 years. You could say they're almost as mad about each other as you are about yourself, Brian. (laughs) Surely not. No love is that deep. Come on. Doubt it. Now, before you listen, make sure you follow her at Catherine Lynch Official and me at Brian Singing Kennedy on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram for the latest news and launch date for Series 2 of Around Around the the World World in 80 Gays. Oh, wow. Ouch, my ear. (laughs) Carl was walking on O'Connell Street in Dublin. He dropped his keys... I picked them up. What year are we talking? This is 28 years ago. He went into Burger King. Burger King. I followed him in because it started raining. We start talking. As we came out, we were walking down and he said, I'm going to get a bus. And the bus, he was going to Artane. I was living in Fairview at the time. So the bus passed through Fairview to go to Artane. Perfect. We got on. And I literally then, I said, I'll call you. And I did. And I called. And then the next day I called and his mother answered. And I just went, is Carl there? Who's this? And I went, "Uh, it's Alan. He's not here. And I went, oh, just tell him Alan's called. Boom. Around the world, around the world, in eighty gays, around the world, around the world, in eighty gays, heroes of our bygone days who fought for freedom and equality. Icons, anthems coming out, pronouns, drag queens, struggles, life and love. Around the world, around the world, in eighty gays, around the We should re- really tell the people at home listening how we all know each other in terms of you have a different connection with Alan and Carl and so do I. Yeah. Yeah. And what's your connection, Brian? Well, it really started <laughs> off by me, be, you know, being on Alan's TV show. Of course, we know him as the breakfast TV presenter. And he would always say to me, my fella is the most amazing composer, songwriter. You should think about working with him sometime. That's what he used to say about you, Carl, when I Aww. first met him. He did. And so then we started to get to know each other. And mm. then I entered the world of Eurovision, ladies and gentlemen. Dun, dun, dun. And then I got to know them even better. So that's the year how I after, year after me, exactly the year that's after. That's right. What year song after did you enter the Eurovision love, with, Carl? Love will build you up. Love will take you down. Oh, I love, love that song. I mean, it was a winner in our minds. Down. My God, already we have uh, Eurovision royalty in yeah. the room. We do. Yeah. No, we're mad fans of Eurovision. Yeah. When it comes around every year, we just get really excited You have a good party, it. though, at your and house. Yeah, we get it. We I've have been to it. the party in your house. Yeah, <laughs> and it's good fun. And I just and that's why sometimes I get so frustrated yes. about the way... RTE and, and the way we do yeah. it because sometimes we just... Let's just get it out of the way. The movie song, in my mind, was a number one record anyway, oh, regardless. So and the lovely. fact that it didn't get through to represent us is an absolute travesty, I yeah. have to say. Yeah, that was, that was... Most people remember it for the time um, Linda, Linda Martin... When Billy went for Linda. 
No, it is. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Do you remember? In the no, RTE tell us songs. That one. Oh, my what God. Happened? Linda oh. Martin went for Billy. There was a song Billy from Aslan. Billy yeah. from Aslan. Yeah. Yeah. There was a song called uh, The Movie Song, and I sent it to Ollie Murray. That a movie. Yeah. I love that part. I, and I sent it to Ollie Murray's manager because he was the one choosing. And, um, and I actually cheekily said, like, if you don't want to for your vision, you know, let Ollie hear it. Yeah. And so he phoned me one night and he said, um, you know, I have 388 songs. Um, and I, I'm going to have to close it. He said, but I'm pretty sure I want the movie song. Yeah. And he was phoning me from Australia and he said, Ollie's here and Ollie heard it as well. Um, anyway, so he like le- legitimately did everything. He, you know, you listen to all the songs. Mm. As I say, he 388 at that stage. And then just as he went to, went to perform it uh, the day before, we went out to a press conference and the other mentors were kind of saying it was a fix because Owen Quigg was singing it and Owen Quigg had been in X Factor yeah. and Louis With was Louis. on the panel. Louis oh. was on the panel. Oh and it was all this all kicked off in it the all, audience As then. they say, Do you it think all the Eurovision has off. lost its kind of um, personality, its character, its voice in a way? And it's like, affection. Like it's an affectionate... Yeah. Because experience. I think it's bigger than ever. Yeah, I think yeah. we don't you think it's bigger than ever. I think Ireland. Don't That's seem what I mean. Has Ireland it. lost its? I think kind the of people who aren't interested in it just aren't, and that's fine. And they yeah. shouldn't stay vocal. It's like sometimes people say to me online, "Oh, you're a vision again," and I kind I of love say it. to them, "Will you? Sh- well, I have to listen to you for the whole league yeah. of football. <laughs> yeah. I only know it's a league totally. and a season <laughs> because you go on about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't know what was going on with football. But I don't think people in Ireland realize how much of a platform it is. Look yeah. at Manskin who won last year. That's right. Yeah. Nobody knew who they were. They are now world global superstars. Yeah, yeah. They're on American television. Wow. They've number ones in America. Yeah. They are huge in Europe. That one night last yeah. year has propelled them yeah. to you, absolute you could say the same Look about Celine, Abba. Yeah. Celine Dion. We never heard about Abba. Abba. I know. Like, Brian Kennedy. We should Brian have some, Kennedy. that one going down on one knee. Yes, but if Brian <laughs> hadn't have gone for it because he was afraid yeah. of... See, people are afraid of the negative. There were loads of people telling me not to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Well, and also, I disagree with the likes of putting uh, uh, Dustin in. That was just yeah. a stupid move, yeah, you know, know, and that brings... Let's do a Eurovision podcast special, I think. Should we do that? When we are talking about music, who, what is your um, gay anthem? My A- anthem. Oh my god, my gay anthem. I think it's probably Kylie's No Disco. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Which I just love. She never released it as a single. And then also, I think I love Better the Devil You Know, which in the UK in the club GAY was always played at midnight, mm-hmm. and it was the last song they ever played before GAY closed down. Now, would we find gold pants in your wardrobe? Just oh, wondering. yeah, a couple. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Silver, bronze. I think there is a gold pair, isn't there? <laughs> Mine would be, I think, There's Mark Almond sausages. and Tainted Love. Oh, oh, what a brilliant choice. That is a great that choice. That reminds me of childhood. And, and yeah, but that reminds me of like Tainted Love. Oh, I love yeah. that record. I just love that and it just brings me back to being young and just yeah. carefree in yeah. a nightclub yeah. and dancing to that. Absolutely. And it just always and just isn't it brings funny me back. You know, you kind of knew he wasn't straight. Oh, you totally, knew, like you yeah. knew it, but it, he didn't even have to tell us. No. It was just the talent was speaking yeah. the loudest. Yeah. That never occurred to me. Like I think back now, and I kind of think, did people know that like the Pet Shop Boys were gay? Yeah. Morrissey yeah. was gay. Yeah, I don't um, think so. They didn't wear Bronsky it on their sleeve. Were gay. Yeah, like, I mean, I think Bronski. I think he B. might have known about Bronski. Oh, no, but don't they have? Yeah. They had a song called like old, old 
old town love or something where it's yeah. a boy on a on train, train yeah. and out alone and on so the platform. It's like kind of about a, a, a gay boy getting out of the completely. I just didn't get any and of that. That was the day when records spoke to you like that. Yeah. Like it was like they were speaking to you directly, mm. secretly. Mm. You know, like nobody else was listening, kind of thing. Oh yeah. I definitely. mean that, I think that's what was so special about it. And that I suppose record. that's how gay people virtual signaled yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Is that's how you could actually, you know, swap music with each other. Yeah, that was and our if you language. liked Kylie, it was a gr- real giveaway. <laughs> oh, you, know, you know, the funniest thing is, like, I always find it interesting how gay people sort of stereotypically like something. Yeah. And it's it's really not that we all got together and went, you're going to like Judy Garland. Right. Yeah. We do without knowing it. And like, I remember like as a four or five year old being obsessed with Judy Garland. Why do you Why think? Why is that? I, I don't know. But I, you know what I heard recently? Gays are obsessed with the Titanic. And yeah. I was too. And I kind of go, I thought I was different. Yeah. And I asked somebody recently and they said, I th- we tried to pick it apart. And You love said, going down? <laughs> I knew you were going to bring just, it. Sorry. Yeah, you're just, just. No, but you know what? Let's move on, you like that sinking we feeling. We decided what it was, <laughs> yeah. was the beauty and the drama of yeah. it. And that seemed to be, and the... And the, and the I think it's a fairy tale as well, isn't it? I think the, the whole a travesty I've never of heard this it. before, by the way, and I come from yes. where the Titanic was made. Yeah. Oh, we back it's to that past Do you know people, that he was seemingly. grew yes. up on the false road? I'll get it in there somewhere, don't you worry. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Wow, I never heard that before. Yeah, so no. the drama yeah. of it all and the beauty of it all just seems to appeal. It's yeah. kind of like us. the underdog as well. And yes. the, the Titanic was a big <laughs> yeah. underdog. Well, mm, it's still <laughs> it under. Is, yeah. It is. It is the kind of underdog as well that we love the kind of tragedy within us. Uh, yeah. Here's me saying I'm an honorary gay. When yeah. I say like a bit of melodrama. We love yeah. the melodrama. Totally. Was it always as easy as this, Carl? What was your coming out story? Oh my God, no. I mean, I watched a film the other day called The Power of the Dog. Yeah. And there's one scene, it's kind of a gay undertones, and there's one scene where the kind of young guy, who's quite, you know, effeminate and gay, and he's just walking by a load of guys, and he walks about, say, 50 50 feet or whatever, and he just keeps walking while they're all sitting around and all staring at him all doing their own thing, you know, but they all pass comments, whistle at them and stuff. Aww. And I just remembered that. And mm. it was like, you were just, you, you just weren't able to be part of the club. You, you just intrinsically, yeah. you just weren't you part of the club. You can't hide yourself, can you? And you very can difficult. Try. What you can did it anyway. make you feel? How did it make well, you feel? Well, I remember, I remember a guy starting in my school and he didn't know anybody and it was in like third year, I think. And I didn't have a lot of friends because I was gay. And, you know, and I remember this guy obviously didn't know too much about who was popular yet and who wasn't. Mm. Who was this. So he was a really, he was a good guy and we got on. And then I remember about, it only took a couple of days and I was cycling up the, the driveway to school and I was on my bike and I got, he was walking and I slowed down. And I'll never forget because I thought it was A, embarrassing, B, heartbreaking and three, cringing for him but he actually said don't stop I have a rep to protect oh so he thought that stopping talking to you he he, he, he wanted me to keep going and I I remember so I can imagine you the the cycling off felt those three things I felt embarrassed I felt sad and I also felt cringing for him saying such a thing so I actually had the three things in my head but I remember I didn't argue it with him like I didn't go what the Bloomin' Ellie you talk about. Yeah. I literally just faced forward and 
I can remember. Yeah. Like, but it obviously made you feel like you know. it, was, it was so embarrassing. Yeah. And but, cruel. Yeah. It's a cruel thing to do. Yeah, to and then across the road from where I lived, like there was a group of lads that always hang out. So if I wanted to go to the shop, I literally had to build myself up because when you left the house, you'd yeah. walk past them. And like that movie, they'd all say something and he'd walk back from the shop yeah. by them. Mm. And, yeah. and also as well, I'd be out playing on the road with like, you know, your Mostly Barbies. girls. Yeah, and the <laughs> Skipping so and mean. Piggy, I loved. And you'd see these guys coming. Not your barbecue, your Barbies. <laughs> no, your Barbies, yeah. But you'd see these guys coming from down the road. And I remember I used to make excuses to go in and go to the toilet. And I'd go in and I'd sit in the bathroom. I wouldn't, I'd sit on the edge of the bath. And I was just waiting for those guys to pass by. Yeah. And I, to go back out. And I remember none of my friends ever said anything. And I just, to this day, I don't know whether they noticed that I would do that. But I would feel embarrassed. I'd yeah. go into the bathroom and sit. And children are mean, there, aren't they? Children can just be generally mean speaking, kids because, are mean anyway. Yeah, they're mean. Generally, they don't really. Yeah. But I do they don't. know what they're saying? And I'm sure then later yeah. on in life they regret. They when did you know, Alan? When you were a young. I, I've always known. I think I was gay. But my my story is that I would just be in school the joker you know yeah. and yeah. The, sorry, that was like, your armor go, go on the mitch with the lads oh, yeah. and do all that mm-hmm. and was was part of that gang yes. like that's a clever by, thing to yeah, do yeah. but by by being the joker and missing school going on the mitch and sort of like that so i sort of integrated into that and then i suppose like like people think Ireland now is such a progressive country but i mean there was always a time in this country where there was homophobia and there still is now yeah. but we always had our own little club mm. that you had i your always own found we, yeah, we always family. had our, our our own family mm. that you could go to a bar and you could go to places right. and sometimes i think they were nearly better times because it was smaller you yeah. knew more people where you go out now you don't really know that many people because it's so it's it's wonderful to see and in obviously you want that for everybody and to be so proud to yeah. be able to say I'm gay and I always say to people I said and I say to parents and I say to families like if you think your son or your daughter is gay ask them ask don't be them. waiting for them to be asking you well Brian loves the whole uh, philosophy of not coming out letting people in so yeah. people should let people in yeah. now yeah. Yeah. Lovely. You know, yeah. and it's a lovely idea isn't it yeah. now but you should choose like who to let in if you're yeah. down the country and you're still maybe in a small town or a village and you'd known yeah. coming from a, a smaller town I mean you just maybe can't come out and you want to tell people yeah. mm. but if people just turn around and say look at are you gay? Yeah. And then they just go, yeah. Yeah, I go, am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, let, let, like, me tell you, let me tell you, know? you this story. Yeah. And we're so proud of this. Uh, a friend mm. of ours, um, mentioned no names, um, he was coming to our panto uh, about two years ago and he said, can I bring a date? And we says, yeah, are you seeing somebody? And he went, oh, I went for a coffee with this guy about six months ago and it didn't really work out. So I'm going to ask him to come to the panto. It's something different. So anyway, brought to the guy to the panto the guy loved it and I think how that guy reacted was going to be so telling if the guy was like oh can we get out of here but, but and they literally I think fell in love at that at night the panto. <laughs> right. now I only found out months later that both of those people aren't, weren't out and in their in local their, vi- in their lives, villages in their families yeah oh wow now that was one Christmas and then throughout the year they gradually told their families uh, we met their families yes. and then the following Panto, 
our following year, by Panther came around, they spent Christmas Day one their, with one of their family and Stephen's Day with the oh, other family. How wonderful. How absolutely and normal that became. And just normal, yeah. 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 Two, like really good jobs, high profile, yeah. and just really just respectable tell. guys. Yeah. We just yeah. were, were afraid to come out to their families. Mm. But now they've done it with our help. Oh, and yes. Yes. Well, yeah, and don't, don't, don't say it's Because it's too obvious. Oh, I don't know to say. It does. Like Panto. Well, Panto is a great leveller, isn't it? It just yeah. like it's such a bohemian um, experience. Mm. You have everything in class and creed goes to a, a uh, But Panto. what I want to know is how did you two meet each yeah. other? Oh, God, you want the full story? Well, you know, I think I think so. it's only half an hour. I mean, I hey. do yeah, it's only half an hour. Give you the short version of it. We were both. Carl was walking on O'Connell Street in Dublin. He dropped his keys. I picked them up. What year are we talking? This is 28 years ago. 28 years ago. 30th of September, 93. This is the first married couple we've had on the podcast as well, which is wonderful. Yeah, we're 28 years together. So he dropped his keys. I picked them up. He went into Burger King. King. I followed him in because it started raining. We were sitting across from each other and I just went over and I said, flip it, I'll go over and say hello. We start talking. As we came out, we were walking down and he said, I'm going to get a bus. And the bus, he was going to Artain. I was living in Fairview at the time. So the bus passed through Fairview to go to Artain. Perfect. We got on. Those were the days, no mobiles. No mobiles. Mm. So literally it was jotting down a telephone number. A phone in the hall. (laughs) A phone in the hall. And I literally then I said, I'll call you. And I did. And I called. And then the next day I called and his mother answered. Oh, I still think to this day he could have hung up. Literally, like, you know, it was like the mother answered. And I went, will I just, will I say? And I just went, is Carl there? Who's this? And I went, "Uh, it's Alan. He's not here. And I went, oh, just tell him Alan's called. Boom, put the phone down. The panic. (laughs) Now, she hadn't have told me because she was very suspicious. And she was so suspicious that... um, I literally couldn't phone back in the house. Okay. She'd so, listen. Well, everybody's so, listening. Yeah. yeah. So I went out on my bike and tried to find a payphone and they were all either broken or they needed a card. That's our chain for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with our chain. We love our chain. We love our chain. Very and posh now. Yeah. So, so eventually I decided I'd let myself into my granny's hoping she wasn't there. So yeah. I let myself into my granny's, use my granny's phone. We arranged to meet in the yacht later that night mm-hmm. just in Clontarf yeah. yeah and I hung up just as I heard my granny's key in the door and then I remember like kind of going to Alan like bye 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 because I remember thinking I'm going to give my granny a heart attack when she sees a person in the house yeah. yes. so I was like I better kind of get to the door and go easy rather than like, rather than like nanny I'm here which heart attack you know yeah, yeah. I wanted the guy to like make noise so, yeah. Yeah. and then she came in and I yeah so then that night we met mm. and the funny thing was like he actually said he wasn't actually quite sure whether he'd recognise me again oh. <laughs> which is kind of funny yeah, when, but then you yeah then in, of course you and then you yeah. Well, yeah. but like I mean, and I have think... you been together since then yeah, yeah. well we had a little break oh for God's sake yeah, yeah. But like William and Kate you had yeah. a little break exactly same time as William and Kate and I think a break is actually brilliant I think it is brilliant because there was just things that we were taking for granted with each other Mm. and like Alan you know does Ireland AM and he used to go to bed early 
and he was sort of resenting just, the fact that I didn't have to and then he was sort of resenting the fact he'd get up in the morning and you're a writer yeah, so yeah, you yeah, have I'm a nocturnal life he's not yeah. a night owl and there'd be some times where I'd be like composing in the m- middle of the night yeah. and then Alan would come down and go will you do that through earphones and Brian you now know you I can do. mix something through earphones and you and hear it, it next day and it's just it's not, the same. not right that's right and so he was in a, having a rave downstairs while he's you were trying, right. to, I was trying to sleep to sleep and give out the give out the bloody weather and stand in a cold garden it is a it is a thing where I, it did work for us. Yeah. It doesn't maybe necessarily work where if people have a break, that is the end no, of their well, relationship. Well, it's, it's like for us, it worked. Philosophically, you're standing back from the painting yeah. and you're having and a look and saying, you're having oh my a look God, at it, yeah. that painting actually works for yeah. me. It's the most beautiful painting. We couldn't I've stay ever away seen. from each other. We yeah. were constantly coming. I moved around the corner. We moved yeah. to an apartment around the corner. Uh-huh, and that's because so cute. we were still running the yeah. Panto and, and uh, the production company, we'd still have to have You're meetings. so entwined with each other yeah, on so many levels. We were making up excuses to see each other, basically. Very, we were very, we were very respectful. We were very. There was ne- none of. There was nothing of grabbiness. No. Like it was nothing of of grabbiness of I want this or there was none of no, that. We never went through that phase of like, yeah. are we splitting this up well, now? Are we going yeah. through? Not, it was always yeah. the king of wait and see. Wait and, and see. I mean, how would you begin out? to even divide up your poppers collection? Yeah. I mean, it just, <laughs> I mean, that's a long time. I want the American ones. <laughs> yeah. So do I. But I suppose in the heterosexual world. We all have um, relationships we can look to for kind of an example. Mm. In the gay world, you were navigating your own relationship Where? with not that many people. Had you any icons to look up to? Like, not really. No. I mean, not really. And then it's so funny because then when we did get married and we had our our lovely big wedding, and I it was know gorgeous. and VIP covered it, and you sang. And there were so many people there. The amount of people then and letters we got and just. Um, people that we met afterwards and mothers and fathers saying yeah. um, it was wonderful, wonderful to see to that see it, yeah. because my child has now come out to me because they said if it's all right yeah. for them like well, look at Alan Hughes if you see it like, you can I've, be I've it I've been on air t- I've been on television for t- over 20 years like on RTE but on breakfast television for over 20 years always been an openly gay man mm. yeah so yeah. Like, well visibility is everything so isn't 20 it? Yeah. years ago to sit on a couch on Irish television in the mornings mm. And to be openly gay and talk about your husband, your, really your boyfriend. I was really brave. That's trailblazing. I'm so proud of Alan. Yeah. And I actually do not understand how people who suddenly come out on Blazes of Glory get awards and get praised and stuff. Yeah. He just integrated, sat there, mammies around the country could sit with their friends who liked Alan. When I watched um, the Oscars recently, it was very pro-LGBTQ. Yeah. And there was definitely closeted people there and I remember saying to like Alan would you just not die and I suppose like the Philip Schofield thing like did he not die in those interviews when he'd have people on I presume he did he must have when he's talking to people who were coming out but you know fellas you know as well that you get so good at hiding who you are yeah I mean you know we don't need to well I didn't because I've always been out and I've been pretty much out myself I I understand I couldn't even if I wanted to (laughs) listen I bumped into somebody in the street very recently no names and told him that we were doing this podcast called Around the World in 80 Gays now my next natural question would have been, God, we'd love to have you on, but he's not out. Oh. Mm. Not going to be out. 
and you just kind of think, well, what age group? What age group? Oh, well, he's kind of my age group, you know, 50s yeah. in his 50s. Do you know what happens really there? And you know what the problem <laughs> is? It's not about coming out. I think if you get over 25 or certainly 30, you start to think, it's not about coming out. You go, yeah. oh, the lies I told. And oh, I think yeah. that's what stops yeah. people. They yeah. go, oh, that girl. It's a I very dated. bad habit. So, yeah. yes. So I think that's very hard to go. It's not almost the coming out. Yeah. It's the, oh, I've been living this I agree lie. With you. Yeah. Carl, is it true you have a book coming out this year? Oh, God, yes. Oh. Yes, it's um, it's actually gorgeous. It's, it, it's Alan's sister, Dorian, who we were very close to, oh. uh, was passing away. I and I that. had... Um, I was kind of obsessed with Lourdes and everything. When I was a kid, all the women on the road went to Lourdes. Yes. And I was like fascinated. <laughs> I always thought, in my head, I thought Lourdes was kind of a holy version of Vegas. Yeah. It was like paved with gold <laughs> yeah. and shiny things. Don't knock, and, knock till you try it. Yeah. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. And, uh, and knock it the same thing. But um, yeah, I just kind of thought like, um, you know, Lords was amazing and I remember telling Alan's sister and I gave her the DVD of the song of Bernadette yeah. so in the hospital they wanted her to leave and go to a hospice and she wouldn't leave and she was no I'm happy here because they won't put me out on the street which we thought was funny <laughs> and then the doctor said you have to make her move and then she says okay but I want to go and see Bernadette first now Bernadette is actually her body's preserved yeah. but it's not in Lourdes it's in a place called Nevers so we went that? on a road That's trip in, it's, it's in it's just, outside just outside Paris, Paris. Yeah. and it's just there in this little church and she, the body's incorrupt and so we took Doreen on this road trip which involved Paris and the Eiffel Tower and her being very sick mm. and her daughter who they were having really bad time with the daughter mm. a really bad time because one of her other daughters had been hit by killed by an, a car and oh. there was only two daughters so it, it was a lot of family stuff but the whole idea is that the gay or referendum was this was that week the marriage referendum oh yeah and there we and all the posters were being saying vote no vote no the radio people on radio saying vote no vote no mostly was paid by the Catholic Church mm-hmm. so the whole juxtaposition of we probably weren't going to be here to vote we were taking somebody to a holy Catholic shrine yeah and we're the whole and my, our heads were like completely messed up because like yeah. we wow. were going to a holy Catholic mm. church shrine and yet the Catholic church were telling us they don't want well, us that right? makes for a great novel that the makes whole, for the a great book the whole marriage referendum is the background yeah. to this very trip. so it's the score itself. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, very funny because yeah. Doreen was very funny because we were sitting outside. I'll tell you one little thing. We were sitting outside a place outside Paris, in, outside the Eiffel Tower. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. And, you know, obviously ripping off the tourists and yeah. it's all expensive. Yeah. So, um, Doreen. There's a lovely cafe there called Hunchbacks, right? Oh, I think of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, so um, Doreen was like, oh, I'm not paying for that. And, oh, God, that's it. Because she wasn't paying. Oh. We were yeah, paying. Yeah, yeah. But she was the type of person. She was from Tala. She was lovely down to earth lady and I met her at one of the pantos she's a beautiful lady but somebody come over and she goes I'll just have a Fanta so um, the person (laughs) comes over like with a a pint of Fanta and she goes how much is that and they said like 11 euro she goes 11 euro what comes with that another one (laughs) (laughs) Ah, and I just that was the way she was that's real Dublin wish oh yeah Yeah. what comes with that another Another, one another one (laughs) (laughs) so it's very funny but it's also very poignant yeah. and it's a road trip. It's kind of if I imagined it as a movie, you'd have yes. Judy Dench in it. Yeah. And it would be nicely paced. Not doing a Belfast win, accent. Not it'd probably win Oscars. No. You know, you know the kind of way? thing that was that. sounds gorgeous. Really, congratulations. I hope that really works out ah, for you as thank well. Thank you. But um, Alan, mm-hmm. I would love to know because you are in television for so long. What's the best advice that you can yeah. give? Or, or has best, been given to you. Or has been given to you. 
I think the best advice, and I know Carl has said it to me, and I think if you have to last in television, you just have to be yourself. Yeah. You can't yeah. You can't put on an act. I think that's the same of any art form. Yeah. I mean, same, same yeah. as that. Same just, as a solo artist. Yeah. I mean, if you try to... Nobody else can be you. Yeah. Nobody else can be you. Just be yourself. Try and be warm. Try and be... Just be interested in people. And I'm always interested in people like this. People come on the show and they're telling you harrowing stories. Yeah. And they're, you just go, God, and I mean, we've been through... And a lot of grief in our in our time. You but you just go, my God, I'm lucky because some people have had it so hard. But yeah. definitely just be yourself. Don't try to be. Yeah. Don't be try to be anything false because that will very quickly yeah. come true. And you ooze and that people actually. will spot that the, straight away. The words away. I actually said to him in the beginning yeah. was be as common as you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am from Belly Firm. But like, yeah, but I mean, know. I think that's, you have the common touch, which isn't common, but it's it's a lovely thing to have is a common touch just, with yeah, people. Yeah, with people. And because I've been in television and have presented on different levels, I actually have watched and studied you and you do come across as completely authentically yourself. You just have to. Yeah. And I think it's the same with the panto, the, the, the Sammy Sausages character I yeah. play in panto. Yeah is just me yeah. messing about. Yeah. It's the big you know, child within you. It's the big you. child within yeah, me. Yeah. And I think that's where it's like... And also the great lines he gives you. Well, Carl writes amazing scripts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, what comes out of his head is amazing every year. And I just like, for the amount of people who know me for Ireland AM, there's a, there's a whole whole cohort of people who just know me as Sammy Sausages. Mm. Yeah. Like they really funny? do. I was literally at a petrol station the other day and I was beeping the horn and I was like, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy. Oh, I love like, it. Brian, and I love that. We couldn't have had a, a gayer podcast. We had Kylie Minogue. I know. We had Eurovision. <laughs> we did. We had gay marriage. Absolutely. We did. But that's what it's all about. Isn't and that's it? why it's so important to come out, I think, to, to be counted because the more you come out and the more you be yourself, okay. the more authentic your own life mm. is. Yeah. And like, it's like you being on a, on any kind of a show or yeah. doing this. Yeah. And if people listening to this and go, do you know what? It's okay to be yeah. gay. It's it, great to it be gay. Actually, it's great It's fabulous to be gay. To be gay. Take yeah. the fear out of it. The more you're exposed to something. Yeah. The Completely. less. I, at the gay referendum or the marriage referendum, I remember thinking, if I could knock on every door and just spend three or four minutes with people, I know I'd get everybody. I knew I would... They just couldn't be scared of me. You yeah. couldn't. I just, exactly. just couldn't yeah. be. Could I think you? they should come to the panto this year. How is that all working out? What, it's, do you know what? We, we've we had such, the last couple of years, yeah. as you know, with the pandemic and everything. Yeah. It's just been so, like, turbulent. But we found our new home at the National Stadium. We're after signing a five-year deal with oh, them. Oh, fabulous. We're going to be there for the foreseeable. What is it about Dublin 8? I know. It's we had the Tivoli there. Rocking. Yeah, it's rocking. Tivoli the Royal, there. The, what is it there? Gardens, we were in with the Pantodome. What was it? The oh War, yeah, the Royal Hospital Domain yeah. was done. Yes. But now we're 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 in the National Stadium. It's a fabulous venue. So we're just hoping now that COVID. Yeah. Don't yeah. say it out yeah. too loud. Oh yeah, don't COVID is it. gone. And the fans, oh, there'll be no masks. The yeah. fans love to this year. And, and we can great. we can get back to doing yes. what we do yes. best. Yes. Mm. And to I never saw houses. anything like it. I've been to your panto loads of yeah. times. I mean, it's extraordinarily funny. It's affectionate. It's warm. It's self-deprecating. Oh, totally. And the singing as well, Alan. <laughs> Who knew you were such a singer? Yeah, and right. Dancing. And the dancing. Have you seen hey, you me guys, dancing? I think we have to uh, wrap it up. My okay. producer is kicking me in the ankles. Yes, Esther's <laughs> kicking us in the ankles. You're too good, you see. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll do so part two. So we'll do part two. We'll definitely yeah. come back for that. So just before you go, um, you too have a beautiful house. I've been to it. Is there anything that you would save from that house in a burning fire offhand? Both of you have a Apart chance. Apart from my records oh. and your pauper's collection. Um, um, 
God, to run back in, well, go, run back in for him. Because ah. he's normally fast asleep. Ah, <laughs> on that note, that's the nicest actually, answer I'm, ever. I'm speechless, actually. That's ah. the nicest answer ever. Ah. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining myself and yeah. Brian. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yes. Love talking to yeah, you guys. Thank you, fellas. Deadly. The best of luck with the, the whole run. Onwards oh. and gaywards. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Brian, you are funny. <laughs> Looking. <laughs> Love it. Put it in the what panto. What a bitch. Oh, what a bitch. Aww. Am I a teensy bit jealous about how madly in love they are with each other? Maybe just a little. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sort of mad about you, Catherine. Well, that doesn't count really. No, well. I'm mad at you. Move sometimes. on. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. As always, make sure you follow us uh, on all your social media channels uh, for of course, the latest updates. And if you enjoyed our chat, please rate and review wherever you listen. Now, before we waltz off into the sunset, our LGBTQ plus quote this week is from... Billy Porter, who said, True love doesn't have a happy ending. It has no ending. Oh, fair play to Billy Porter. It's like Porter. a panto. <laughs> <laughs> See you same time next week for another trip around the world. In 80 Gay!